Hey, hey, everybody, and welcome to the Her Story Collaborative. My name is Jen Buck, and I'm your host here in the collab. Now, you all know that I'm all about advocating, activating, and amplifying high-performing women. And that's really what the Her Story Collaborative is all about, highlighting women who are changing their little corner of the world. And today, I've got such a trailblazer in here with me. She is a rock star. She's doing so many things. I think you're absolutely going to love her. Her name is Elizabeth Upton. Elizabeth is a VP, career strategy expert, and executive coach, and she created the quarterly design system. This unique process helps you to redesign your business systems and organize your life so that you can thrive and achieve maximum productivity. Her modify, I'm sorry, whoa, her model simplifies your actions and your teams, by the way, and aligns you with your big picture goals in a powerful way. Elizabeth has been featured in major publications, Yahoo Finance, Fox, CBS, NBC, and the Boston Herald. She's also the founder and host of the Mind Your Own Business podcast, where business professionals across all industries share their strategies and tips to set highly driven business ownership up for success. The MYOB podcast is at the top of the Apple Apple charts and in five countries, along with it being in two categories, she is literally at the top of her game. You can subscribe, listen, and watch season one on Apple Podcasts and YouTube. So rock star, Elizabeth, welcome to the collab. Hi, thank you so much. It is so awesome to be here. And I really appreciate just being able to drop in with you and love what you're up to. Yeah, you know, you are such a superstar. You've got so many really cool, high performing things going on. And I love that because I'm all about sort of increasing the circle, you know, and bringing really powerful, impressive women in. And you just totally fit the bill on that, like to a T. Well, thank you. Thank you. I love connecting with women. I love connecting with high achievers, people that are up to really big things and being able to model and support aspects that are going to set us all up for success. And so we can work together and inspire one another. Yeah. And I really think that's what it's all about for me at least. And I, so I'm, I'm technically a part, I'm like choking on it uh, of the generation X. So I'm old. But I find myself so, so strongly aligned with the millennial generation who is all about collaboration. It's all about, you know, building each other up, doing this as one. And I, I find myself, even in my personal life, just totally surrounded by these younger women. And I, I watch you doing that, you know, you're, you're out there doing exactly that. And I admire it so much, regardless of age, regardless of generation. I just think you model that beautifully. And, and, you know, it's, I think that you're a real, a real go-getter, like someone who a lot of women would aspire to. And so I'd love to hear more about your coaching practice, because I think this is where you're making huge, huge strides to help other people be successful. And that is really cool. Thank you. I'm getting chills as you're saying that. Yes, it's, it's an honor to be in service. And my whole life, that is what I have been modeled and driven to be. And it's part of my soul. It's part of my heart. It's everything I want to give back. And I've had so many experiences in my life that have shaped who I am. And to be able to share that with people, um, maybe before they have to go through the hardships to be able to give gifts and wisdom and systems and, um, you know, aspects of 
you know, mindset and all the things that set you up for success, like that is to me, what lights me up to be able to share and to give it back and having processed and gone through the things that I have, you know, not only professionally, but personally, you know, running a seven figure business, being the vice president of operations and, you know, being the glue that holds all of that together, running teams and all entertainment, you know, just all kinds of stress and high level information. Right. And then also like personal uh, tragedy and triumph and life. Right. And so since I was little, I've always wanted to um, give back in all aspects of that, whether it's, you know, filmmaking and traveling the world, like I did in my, you know, past life and working with all kinds of people that need support or, you know, in the business profession. So it's, it's something that I've found my whole life, whether I was really little, um, working with the orphans in Romania, you know, to, to sitting in my office in Marina del Rey and working with my colleagues and they'd come and sit in my office and we would have these, you know, conversations and we would get to these breakthroughs. And I remember sitting there thinking, gosh, like if this is what I did for the rest of my life, I would be, I would be fulfilled. Yeah. And that's what led me to doing what I'm doing. (laughs) It's huge. And you know, so by the way, side note, I live in Arizona now, but I moved here from Redondo beach. So, you know, neighbors in the area ish, but one of the things that for me has been really, really important is for me to not hoard information. And when I was growing up in business, I had, you know, granted really great, great women around me, fabulous Mm -hmm. women around me when I started, but then I went into a, a working call center and I went in as a leadership development trainer and It just was a very different environment going from where I was in the company. I worked for a startup for 10 years. And so going from where I was in the company, then getting this promotion into the call center to train like 5,000 people, all of a sudden it was all about hoarding information. It was all about withholding. It was all about, you got to figure it out. You got to get your chops. That's how we did it. And I just remember feeling so lost, feeling so rejected. And I swore I was never going to do that again. And so when I left there, my entire world, and by the way, great company, love them, zero bad to say about it, just happened to be the people I was working with, but I was determined that I was never going to hoard information again, and that I was going to give it all to people. I was going to share it. I was going to create for them what maybe hadn't been created by their coworkers or their, their leaders or, you know, their organization and their training structure, whatever. And so I think when I meet people like you who have gone through the corporate route, they've got, you know, lots and lots of, of success up the ladder that they can point to. And yet they turn around and make their entire leadership strategy about service. And then you took it to actually coaching people, high performers to reach higher levels of success. Like my mind is blown because it's, it's what it's everything that I was trying to do. And I love that you got to those levels of success and thought, okay, I'm jumping and I'm now going to help people. Like that is so rare what you're talking about. I remember walking in the, I think it was like the forest. It was in San Francisco with my, one of my girlfriends. And, and this is now, I don't know, eight years deep into operating the business. And, and people started calling and asking me like, Hey, could you, 
uh, help me. I have my business or I'm working on this or, you know, friends of friends and things like that. And, and so I was walking with my girlfriend and the, we're looking at the trees and I said, you know, people are calling me and asking me to help them. And I'm having such a good time with it. And she's kind of nodding and I'm like, what, you know, what are you thinking about? And she's like, she's like, you know what? That's how businesses are born. <laughs> and I remember going like, good friend, huh? Yeah. You know? And, and I was like, really? Like I could do this and share and thrive and give. And, you know, it was just like, wow, you know, and like, whoa, I could, we could do this. Right. And so it started that it started that like, you know, and then the more people that I kept working with and talking to, then they would say, Oh, my, you know, my sister needs this. My wife needs this. My cousin needs this, you know? And so that's how it all really kept going. And it was more presenting itself. And I remember it being more of a, like, wouldn't that be nice rather than a, we can do this. I can do this. This is really something that is my purpose and my passion in life. And wow, you know, so it takes something to, to get there. And then it takes another thing to like be doing it and, and really like sharing and honoring and learning and molding. Cause you're never, you're never, you never know anything really. You're just learning. And so my whole thing is, is to show up, to be present, to really listen and know that when I am present and I am listening, that I can, I can get out of my own way yeah. and that I can be there for others in a way that it's not planned. I'm not like, this is our syllabus and this is what yeah. we're doing. And you know, it, it's, it's very different. I could show up in a room and I could ask everybody there, what do you want to talk about and get a sense of the feeling and then kind of start digging in from there, mm-hmm. which is a, a different way of approaching it. The, the other way of having it all lined up and ready to go actually makes me more nervous. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's and it like doesn't work for everyone. Yeah. And it doesn't work yeah. for all of our clients either. Right. Um, I know that in my business, I do a lot of presentation skills coaching. Obviously I've been doing it for so long that people then want their executives to come to me so that I can teach them how to be a professional speaker, because giving a speech in front of the company is not the same as giving a presentation on a TED stage or in front of the UN. So it's a very different skill set. And so I work with a lot of leaders and it has to be very syllabus driven, has to be because they have to hit certain points. But if I ever tried to do that with just, you know, sort of the leadership coaching, strategic design, um, you know, business development, all of that, I couldn't, I couldn't do that either in that realm. So I totally get what you're saying. And I, I wouldn't want to be coached that way either, unless it was a skill-based coaching like I do with these executives. You know what I mean? Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there has to be an aspect of structure, organization, you know, all of that involved and to be able to be free with what, what it is that's showing up in the room Mm -hmm. is a really awesome, interactive, organic process. And to see like light bulbs going off like that, that is so much fun for me to be able to, to share and, and, and I'm learning and we're learning, you know, it's not, I'm an expert and I'm going to show you everything. It's, it's let's, let's really dig into this. What's so for you, what's showing up for you, what's in your life, what's happening. Let's really get there. You know, what's in your business, what's in your life. Let's find organization inside of that. Let's find productivity inside of that. Let's understand why you're doing what you're doing. 
you know, people, people say that a lot, right? Your why, what's your why, but to really drop into your purpose and, and what it is that lights you up so that you can then create that in your life, create that all around you and then give, give that back and, and build and build and build. And there's a lot of clarity inside of that. Yeah. I get people asking me frequently, you know, what would you do if you had this problem? Where would you go? Who would you talk to? I don't want to go to a therapist. My insurance won't cover it. I love how coaching is so niched and so finely tuned that there's literally someone for everyone. You know what I mean? There is someone that is willing to pour out their heart and soul to you in a coaching relationship. And I just love when you get someone who's intuitive enough as you are to be able to say, what's going on inside of all these places? Where are the patterns? What's happening? Where's the disorganization? How can we align you know, certain things so that we have control. I just, it's so intuitive and on point. And I really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's looking at those patterns, being able to interrupt them, you know, being able to challenge them. I, you know, I take on the commitment to challenge people, you know, and it's not always what they want. It's not like, it's not like, Oh, hoorah. Let's yeah. Woo goals. I mean, it's really like, Hey, what's stopping you right now? What's having you do that right now? What's really showing up for you? Yeah. you know, and, and getting to it so that you can observe over time because it takes time to really develop a new habit. It takes time to put another level of, of, um, you know, organization productivity inside of your life, totally. whether that's doing your dishes, cleaning your house, or whether totally. that's, you know, at your office, setting up your environment, you yeah. know, and all of it impacts your mood. All of it impacts how you are, your way of being, your relationships, your dynamics, Right. So, you know, nothing is isolated. And, and that's a big part of, of some major ahas that I've had is that I was working so hard in my work life, like crazy work weeks, taking it home with me, sleeping with it, waking up with it, having conversations, negotiating in my own head, you know, just on and on and on. And, and I wasn't really, I wasn't finding the space to also find joy in my mm-hmm. life and and to also take care of myself and to also have time with my friends and to to build into what I wanted to create a family and you know uh, it just wasn't there because there was no space to create it so so that's why I'm all about design in the aspect of creating and designing your life you know and doing it over time that's why it's a quarterly design system because it's mm-hmm. over time that then you develop and you create into it. And then that becomes what it is that you're doing in your life. And the action is what creates anything. It's all about taking action. Yeah. So, so that's, I, you know, I'm obviously a big proponent of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the right action, not just action. Cause I think we get caught up in, Oh, let's just take action, but you want to make sure that you're taking action that is aligned with what you're up to, what you're creating, and then stepping into that on a daily basis. And it really shows you what it is inside of, okay, what's in alignment with what I'm doing and what's not in alignment with what I'm doing. And it helps to prioritize those things that you're doing and choosing to spend your time on as well. If that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) I so clearly hear your corporate grooming and I appreciate it because I'm someone who appreciates systems. I appreciate order. I appreciate that there is structure and measurement that goes into coaching. I've been also like you, a coach for a long time. And 
my corporate background is absolutely what I think makes me a better coach because it's more than just talk therapy or challenge therapy. It's also about measurements. It's also about, you know, creating structure patterns, you know, having things that are sort of aligned with what the person wants, but they're measurable as they go. Right. Absolutely. It's absolutely all all the stuff that I did in corporate America. And I hear that in you and I can see that balance between right brain and left brain. Like you've got all this into intuition, you've got all of this empathy, but you're bringing all this cool corporate analytical stuff in. And I see it like it's, it's great. Yeah. It's so important to have measurable results. You have to, you know, it's one thing to have a goal and to say, Oh, I want to do this. It's another thing to have a buy win. So, you know, okay, by this date. Right. And then when you can back into, let's say that you have, um, let's say you want to build a website. So you want to say, okay, I'm going to build this website by December 1st. So then you can back into, let's say it's October. You're going to look at, okay, what is it going to take for me to get to this December 1st deadline? And inside of it, what are all the pieces? And when are those going to be complete? And that's just one aspect of a project. So building all into, let's say we stack up five of them, we can look at what's doable inside of that. And then when you add the time to it, the measurable result, right? You want it to be on the court measurable and you want there to be the time so you know if it's actually doable. Right, right. <laughs> because exactly. high achievers like myself and others that I work with, it's like we want to do it all, right, and yeah. then we get so overwhelmed yeah. that it's like, where do I even begin? Yeah, and then it's like stuff doesn't get done. Then you beat yourself up about it. Yeah, yeah. Does I mean sound familiar? It's like, oh, it's like, oh, I wanted to have that website and I wanted to do that thing and blah 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 blah. You know. Yeah. or a big corporate initiative or whatever it is. Right. So yeah, I, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. having it be measurable is everything. It is. And I always, I always challenge, you know, myself, I challenge everybody to really look at it so that what's on the other side of that is freedom yes. and is, is knowing and is, Oh, now I have clarity and I understand where I'm going to focus my time and energy right? And then you can also create space for those things in your life that bring you joy, family time, you know, whatever that looks like. So you're building that into everything that you're also stacking and creating that's in alignment with what you're, what you're up to, right? With your purpose, with your why. So everything is a system that now I've seen people just skip out of here and they're like, I know what I need to do. Yeah. And that's the, that's the big answer to all of this. Um, what is the backside of it? You know, once you have gone through a coaching process, what are the gifts at the end? And I think a lot of people who are struggling and fighting and trying to do it all and not scaling and not understanding why they can't get past a certain point and why the same problems keep arising and why they can't get past these really consistent, you know, minefields that keep popping up every time they turn around through coaching. What is, after you've learned, met the goals, had the measurable success and all of that, what is the outcome that the average Joe that had possibly has never gone to a coach, what kinds of feelings do they have after they're done going through a process like this? Well, yeah. And to, to, to back that up just a tiny bit. So if you look at, okay, I have these goals that I want to accomplish, right? I have these things that I want to do. I have all, let's say I have 20 things floating above my head and I want to create them, but I don't know how to do it. So let's get organized, right? 
while you're in the process, so now we have it all organized and you now know, okay, I'm going to be doing this, this, and this, and this is how it is. Yeah. Now you're on the court experiencing what it's like to be doing those things and looking at yourself with the support of a coach, which is what I witness is, okay, what is it that's stopping you from doing those things? Now that we've identified them, what are the limiting beliefs that are getting in your way? Yes. What are the things that are having you not do those things, right? Is it logistics? Okay, let's look back at the calendar. Let's get a sense of why Tuesday at three o'clock doesn't work for you. Okay, let's move that, right? So we're iterating in real time and we're looking back at it and we're saying, okay. And then that's when the things pop up. So that's why I work with people over time. It's it's not like, let's just get two days and get your plans and get it done. I have done that and it's actually more lucrative for me, but I don't choose that because I want you to win, get results, have outcomes and really get to what it is that's stopping you. And that's what happens over time. So, so now we can look at it in real time and you get feedback and it's like, Oh, and you can't see your own limiting beliefs. Like I can't see mine. I have coaches that help me with mine. Right. So I can, Oh, I'm doing that thing again. Oh, I'm, Oh, that's where that is. Oh, that's popping up. Right. So you're start, so you get through that and you have support and eyes on that. And then what you receive through that, you know, it's up and down, but you get freedom, you get peace, you get um, understanding, you get to really feel like, oh, you get to be seen, you get to be held, you get to understand and have that accountability, you know, where there's that integrity factor of like, I said, I was going to do this. Somebody's watching. Yeah, it's not just it's not just in my head. Yes, you know, um, and that's again personal, professional, all the things. So, so from that, then you know whether we continue to work together or not, you now have the experience of setting it up. You have the experience of how to prioritize. You have the experience of why you're doing what you're doing, and then you're able to get on the court and then get the experience of how it's working you know, and, and without any kind of like right or wrong or good or bad, or you said you would, and you didn't, you know, a lot of that's in the corporate world. Um, and so there's a lot of gifts inside of it that, um, that I've experienced and that I know my clients have experienced because they're able to have freedom inside of themselves, not make themselves wrong, not need external validation for what it is that they're doing in their lives. Yep. you know, and to really get that they're enough and that they're kicking butt and that they're doing a great job. Yeah. And, and yeah, we're not going to be perfect. You know, yeah. perfection is, is a myth. So, right. you know, really just getting over those things that hold all of us back. Yeah. That's totally. that to me is like the biggest gift uh, of all. Totally. Totally. Love it. I'm going to transition with you and I'm going to throw some words at you. I'm sorry, some questions at you. And I just want to hear your sort of, you know, quick answers, whatever comes out of you, whatever you think of in the moment, just share it with me. And so I'm going to throw them at you now. You good with that? I'm good. Okay. Good. So who, if you had an hour on a park bench with your favorite woman in history, who would that be for you? Maya Angelou. Hmm. She is my most common answer in this space. Really? Mm-hmm. I, wow. Love yep. it. Love it too. Cause I love her. Yeah. Yes. Ugh. What's your favorite place in the world that you've ever visited? I've been all over the world. Um, I would say the Yucatan Peninsula. The oh. Yucatan Peninsula was my, I lived there, traveled there. 
cool. Ushmal in particular. If anyone okay. has a chance to go to Ushmal, it's spelled U-X-M-A-L. Okay. Visit Ushmal. It's very powerful. Good to know. Good, good, good. So if you were given a million bucks and you had to give it away to a nonprofit org or charity, who would that be for you? I would split it up into two, okay. two areas. Um, one would be like PTSD and like trauma therapy, mm-hmm. helping people through trauma and PTSD. Yeah. The other main thing would be um, water. I love water. I'm a Pisces. And so being able to get clean water to yeah. people all over the world, I, I would go with those two things. Great answer. All right. So one of the things we didn't touch is that you are a podcast host. I did talk about it in the intro. Make sure your answer that I'm going to ask in a moment here (laughs) question is about yours so we can plug it shamelessly. But what's your favorite book and or podcast? Oh, that's funny. Um, Well, my favorite book, I'll say both. My favorite book is The Four Agreements. I love The Four Agreements. Live by it. Um, Work on it all the time. for podcast, I do have my own podcast. It's called the Mind Your Own Business Podcast. And it is all about setting business owners and high achievers up for success. And all the guests that I have are incredible. We work in PR, we work in marketing, we work in um, self-care, we talk about uh, finances. I mean, we really go there and the people that I've interviewed are amazing. So season one is available right now on Apple podcasts and on YouTube, and we're going to, we're getting geared up for season two. So I have more coming there. Yeah. Yay. 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 So what's a quirky or wacky fact about you that maybe not a lot of people know? You know, I love old school hip hop, old school. It's considered old school now, which is strange to me. And I know a lot of the lyrics to a lot of the songs and people are usually very surprised by that. Nice. One <laughs> DMC is probably one of my all-time favorites because I was literally 12 when they came out and it was the most outstanding thing I'd ever heard in my life. Like I could not believe what my ears were allowing me to hear. And so, yeah, my parents would come in. What is this racket? Like a movie, you I know. know, I know my mom used to call it rap crap. But- <laughs> oh my God. That's hysterical. Bringing it back. But, you know, they just don't have lyrics. They don't have rhymes and lyrics like they used to, Mm. you know, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it to like come back, you know? So yeah, yeah, I'm all about it. Yeah. What's your your most treasured item in the world? It's not an item, but my dog Pearl, she is my everything. She has been with me for 16 years or so. She's, she's my ride or die and she is my most treasured thing in the world. So shout out to Pearly. Yeah. Oh, Pearly. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so cute. Pearly Moon. Sweet. <laughs> okay. So you're walking on stage and there are 50,000 people in the audience waiting to hear your wisdom. What song are you strutting on to? Oh my gosh. This is a hard one. Um, I would want to get people dancing because I love to dance. So I'd have to pick Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke. Oh, such a great dance this beat. Is- God. Just get them going. Just get them yeah. going. You know, and it goes back to Marvin Gaye because that's like the OG of that song. So, yeah, yeah. but I would just take it a little bit more modern. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. What's one thing you want to accomplish before you're done with all of this? Like what's the big, big goal in your, in your work? I would say to make an impact on others' lives, to give back as much as I can, put it all out in the, in the, on the court. And, and to leave a lasting uh, legacy in the world. 
So great. Yes. What's the best word to describe you? Loyal. Very loyal. Oh my gosh. My last guest said loyal. <laughs> That's interesting. interesting. I wonder if she's year of the dog like I am, the Chinese calendar. Oh, no, I'm a year of the dog. Super loyal. Interesting. Oh, well, there you go. And yeah. loyal, loyalty is sort of a thing for me as well, like a big thing. Like, yeah, it was a marriage ending thing, you know, like it's, it's my, it's my thing too. So, well, yeah. And it, it's connected to trust. It's connected mm-hmm. to, um, relationship, you know, it's connected to mood, all, all of it, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I can see that okay. big one. So last question when I'm really, really old, I hope to see. I'm going to take it back to water. I would like to see the waters of the world. Like I'm talking oceans, lakes everywhere to be pristine. Love it. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So my friend, where can people find you? You're such a firecracker. I said this earlier, you are just a rock star. Where can people find you? Thank you. Um, I would say Instagram, um, at Elizabeth Upton coaching. I also have a website, elizabethupton.com. So you can go there. Um, and then on Instagram, if you go to the link in my bio, you can find the MYOB podcast. You can connect on Facebook, LinkedIn, everything's all there and connected and Elizabeth Upton coaching on Instagram. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I'm so grateful. And I, I just like seeing all the things you're doing because it's just to me reflecting quality, 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 quality. Like every, every time you spoke, I, it was just quality. I could recognize that in my training and what I've seen. And it, it's just really great to see. So many, many thanks for you for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me and for holding the space that you do for women and for sharing our stories and giving us a platform. It is, it is an incredible honor to be here. And, and, and I'd love to have you on the MYOB podcast and really connect and flip the tables, be really fun. And, and just thank you for being you and what you're up to, you know, because you're a light in this world and we need more of you. So thank you. Thank you so much. And everybody tuning in, we appreciate you for being here week after week. And we will see you again on the next drop of the next episode. Until then, have a great day, a great weekend. Enjoy what you're doing and we'll see you next time. Take care. 